Krishna devotees, welcome to our Bhagavad Gita session. Before we start, we'll offer some prayers. And this session is dedicated to His Divine Grace, His Bhaktivedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada. So let us start with some prayers. Om Jnana Timiran Dasse Jnanan Jana Shalakaya Chakshur Unmilitam Yena Tasmai Shri Guru Venamaha Namaum Vishnupadaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Shrimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunnevadi Paschate Deshatarine Namo Mahavadanaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Nami Gauratushe Namaha He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Deen Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesh Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namustute Tapta Kanchan Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishubhanu Sute Devi Parmami Hare Priye Vancha Kalpatru Bhesta Kirpa Sindhu Bhavacha Patitanam Pavane Bhu Vaishnavibhu Namo Namaha Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Welcome to all the devotees. We are in chapter 8 and today we will try to complete all the remaining verses in the 8th chapter. So we'll start with 22nd verse. So these verses are spoken by Krishna. Krishna says in 22nd verse, Purusha sapapara partha bhaktya labeyas tap ananya yasyantastani bhutani yena sarvam idam tatam. The Supreme Personality Godhead, who is greater than all, is attainable by unalloyed devotion. Although he is present in his abode, he is all-pervading and everything is situated within him. So, we are going through uh, eight chapter and Krishna has spoken about at length in this chapter about leaving this material body at the time of death. So, as we have discussed one verse, Yamam Vapi Smaran Bhavam Tajitanti Kalevaram. At the time of death, whatever a person remembers or desires, based on that, he attains the next body or liberation. Now, Krishna is trying to describe position of the Supreme Personality of God, means Krishna himself, and the spiritual world where a person uh, goes after taking, getting liberation from this material world. So it is described here that in the spiritual world, Krishna is situated everywhere 
and all the jivas are engaged in his service. Just like in any country, there is a top leader who is leading entire uh, activities of the country, whether we call it as president or prime minister of the country. Similarly, in the spiritual world, Krishna is the Supreme Lord. Of course, Krishna is Supreme Lord for everyone. But in spiritual world, he is a supreme person and all are trying to engage in his service. And there are no rivals. Just like in this material world, we see we will have a president of a country having enmity or enviousness towards another president of another country. But in case of spiritual world, there is no conflict. There is only one supreme person, that is Krishna. And all are his servants. Krishna is the only master in the spiritual world. But when somebody develops that enmity or enviousness towards the Lord, then they are sent to this material world. So here, the comparison which is given here, that material world is like a prison house. And all the jivas who are envious of Lord in the spiritual world are sent here. Because nobody can be there in the spiritual world who does not have this servant attitude who has not understood his constitution position. So they all are sent to the material world. Material world is compared to a prison house. Prison house means misery, but prison house is uh, a very small portion of the entire city. Just like if we talk about Tihar jail in Delhi, then definitely there is a, Tihar jail is a big jail, but that is occupying a small portion of the entire city. Similarly, uh, this material world is a small portion of the entire creation. Major population, major population of the creation is living in the spiritual world. So material world is one-fourth of the total creation and most of the living entities are living in the spiritual world in their liberated position. And this material world is compared to like a prison house. Prison house means the place where it is. there is miseries, and the superintendent of this jail, this prison house is Durga. And this material body which we have got is a body which is given by Maya. Maya means Durga only. And this body uh, through which we are going through different kinds of miseries or this body is meant for reforming us. Unless until we develop this servant attitude towards God, we become free from all kinds of impurities. This lording over nature, calm, growth, lobe, mob, mother, matsara, all these impurities which are there in the heart. Till that point, uh, Durga has been assigned this thankless job that she has to purify our existence. So she's, uh, this through this material body, she is trying to give us different miseries. Why miseries are there? Because just like in a jail, a prisoner is there inside the jail. That means he is not a very happy position. That is not a very uh, you know, uh, comfortable position for any prisoner. He is always going through some reformation. But once a person is fully purified, then he becomes free from the clutches of Maya. But 
the goal of this uh, goal of this existence, the goal of Durga is actually to purify living entity in this material world so that they can go back to Godhead, back to spiritual world. So this material world is, as we have discussed earlier also in the 8th chapter, this is compared to like Dukhalif. This is not a very happy place to be in because this place is compared to like a prison house. So the 10th canto, 14th chapter, 15th word is mentioned. Samashrita ye padapallava plavam mahad padam punne asho murare bhavam buddhir vatsa padam param padam 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 yad vipadam natesham padam padam yad vipadam natesham material world is a place where every step there is a danger. We, we are not sure what is going to happen next moment, next step. Every moment there is danger in this material world. That is a position of this material world. But only uh, when a person takes shelter of Krishna in his pure devotion service, that person can attain liberation in this material, from this material world, from these miseries of this material world. So otherwise, we may plan so many things in our life, but in this world, every life there is danger. Every moment something is happening. So like that, the goal of human form life, there are 84 lakh species and among that 4 lakh species are human beings and only in human beings we have, we have got this intelligence by which we can understand these instructions of Krishna. We can understand what scriptures are telling us because we don't have right uh, perception of this material world. We still think that this is a place for our enjoyment. We all can enjoy, we all can become happy in this material world. But real position of this material world is, this is Dukhalya. Every step, there is a danger. Padam padam yad vipadam natesham. So, the place where there is every step, there is miseries. Uh, every step, there is, there is some uh, problem in this material world. That means we have to become free from this place. Just like suppose there is fire in the house. So, you cannot sit peacefully in the house where there is fire. You have to come out of that place. Or you have to extinguish that fire. So if the fire you cannot extinguish, you, you have no control over that fire, then the best option is to run away from that house. So similarly, this material world is designed in such a way that none of the living entity in this material world, whether rich person, poor person, president of America, whoever it is in this entire creation, cannot be free from miseries. Every jiva is undergoing some misery in this material world. So there are three kinds of Kaleshas we have discussed many times. Adhyatmi Kalesh, Adi Devi Kalesh, Adi Bhati Kalesh. Miseries which we get from other living entities. Miseries which we get from our own body-mind system. Miseries which we get through natural calamities, through demigods. So material world is designed like that. So ultimately, human form of life is meant to become free from all these miseries and to attain liberation from this... Uh, conditioned state from this material body, from this material creation. And we, when we talk about liberation, it is mentioned that there are uh, five kinds of liberation which are mentioned in the scriptures. The first kind of liberation is called Sayujya Mukti. Second kind of liberation is called Sarupya Mukti. Third is called Salokya Mukti. Fourth is called Sarashti Mukti. And fifth is Samipya Mukti. So these are five kinds of liberation 
which uh, a human form of light in human form of light we can attain and by all this uh, this different kinds of liberation we can actually become free from this uh, material creation from this miseries which are there in this material world so sayujya mukti means uh, when we when a jiva desires to merge in the impersonal effulgence of the god which is called brahm jyoti so sayujya mukti is generally uh, meant for people meant for jivas those who consider lord as formless so there are many mayavadis many impersonalist those who consider god as formless and they consider god as no form and for them brahm jyoti which is the effulgence which is coming out from the body of the lord is the topmost goal of the lord their life that is the liberation for them so this kind of liberation is called sayujya mukti then second kind of liberation is called sarupya mukti sarupya mukti means when a person uh, is able to attain same kind of form the form which lord has sarupya rupya means same kind of body exactly like the god when a person is able to attain that is called sarupya mukti then comes salokya salokya lokya means when a person is able to attain liberation by which he is able to uh, live in the same planet in which lord is living that is called salokya mukti and sarshti mukti means when a person is able to attain same level of opulence what lord has in the spiritual world and then samipya mukti samipya mukti means when a person is able to always remain with the god without any separation wherever lord goes for performing his pastimes for performing his leelas that jiva always remains with the lord one of the example of samipya mukti is like arjuna arjuna is always there with the lord the krishna uh, when krishna spoke bhagavad gita he told arjuna that imam vishwade yogam proktavan ahem avyam i spoke this bhagavad gita earlier to vivashwan sun god and at that time you were also there with me so like that arjuna is a constant companion of krishna so krishna is performing his pastimes in different planets he keeps on traveling just like sun planet just like right now we see in mumbai it's already uh correct it's already 721 so now we cannot see sun here any more visible after some time but in some other country sun will be visible so actually sun is always there but sun is changing its uh location based on the movement of the earth similarly uh krishna is traveling in different universes different planets and performing his leelas everywhere there are nitya leelas which are going on eternally krishna is performing pastimes in different places but those who are those who have attained samipya mukti those jivas can always remain with krishna so like that there are five kinds of liberation uh jiva can attain so those who are vaishnavas those who are devotees of krishna they generally desire only four kinds of liberation what is that sarupya mukti salokya mukti sarashti mukti and samipya mukti these are the four kinds of liberation what devotees desire but those who are mayavadis impersonalist they generally uh 
desire to merge in the effulgence of the Lord, which is called Sayujya Mukti. Because they want to end their identity. They don't want to continue their identity, their personal form. So they want to merge means they want to uh, just end their devotion service to Krishna. They don't want to engage in devotion service to Krishna. They want to just end all their activities for the pleasure of the Lord. So these, uh, this kind of liberation is not desired by uh, a Vaishnava, a devotee of the Lord, because a devotee always desires to engage in devotion service to Krishna. He always desires to engage in his bhakti. So if you want to do bhakti, that means there should be a difference between you and Lord. So Lord is a person. You are also a person. Then only you can engage in his bhakti. You can serve him. But suppose you merge in him. Suppose we consider Lord as uh, some kind of light, some kind of formless thing, and we merge in that, then there is no opportunity to engage in his bhakti, in his devotion service. So a devotee or a Vaishnava never desires sayujya kind of liberation. And in this sayujya mukti, a jiva cannot sustain for a long time. Because all of us are searching for ananda, real pleasure, real happiness. So in Sayujya Mukti, there is ananda, but that ananda is not incomplete itself. Because we all are uh, jivas, we all are living entities, and we are hankering for ananda, which we can relish in exchange of something with other living entities, in exchange of services with other living entities. Because our real sarupa is we all are uh, prakriti, we all are servants of God and our real nature is to render services to Lord. So our real nature is to render service and when we render service to Krishna, then only we can get real ananda. But in Sayujaya Mukti, there is no opportunity for jivas to render service. So generally a jiva cannot sustain on the platform of Sayujaya Mukti for a long time. So Vaishnavas or devotees don't desire that. So then Krishna explains that how we can attain different kind of liberation or different, even different planets in this world. Yatra kale tap anavrittim avrittim chayva yogina prayata yantitam kalam vakshami bharatarshava O best of the bharatas, I shall now explain to you the different times at which passing away from this world the yogi does or does not come back. So Krishna will now explain that if we want to become free from this material world, how a yogi or a jiva has to leave his material body. At what time? This is very important. So at the time of death, so what time we have to leave our body? So that also is very important for us because that the different timings at which a person leaves his material body, he is able to attain uh, liberation or different planets in this material world. So, just like uh, today, scientists are trying their level best to go to moon planet or to different planets or even some heavenly planets, suppose they have in future they desire. But we have to understand, just like in this material world, you cannot go to any other country without passport or visa. So for that, you need permission of the country. Without visa, you cannot enter any other country like that. Similarly, if in this on this earth planet, there are so many 
restrictions for going to other planets for going to other countries then what about going to other planets so definitely there are restrictions which are imposed by this material nature none of the living entities can go to any other planet without sanction of the lord without sanction of this material nature so just like on this earth planet itself we see you cannot enter any other country like this there is security there is proper restriction you have to take passport you have to take visa all these things are required similarly if somebody is desiring to go to other planets then without sanction of the lord nobody can go there so there are some there is some qualification which is required to if you really want to go to some other planets like moon planet sun planet heavenly planets and there are different kinds of bodies which we need to go into those planets just like on sun planet there are living entities living there but their body is made of only fire element just like our body is made of five elements because we are living on our planet but this body is not suitable for sun planet so like that uh, for attaining different planets also in this material world or to attain liberation there is some qualification which is required so krishna is now discussing that so uh, instead of trying uh, different material ways and means to go to other planets actually we should now understand bhagavad gita how we can attain different planets krishna says agni jyotir aha shukla sanmasa uttarayanam tattara prayata gachanti brahma brahma vedo jana those who know the supreme brahman pass away from the world during the influence of the fairy god in the in the light at an auspicious moment during the fortnight of the moon and the six months when the sun travels in the north so actually generally we have learned in our science that sun is stationary and all the planets are moving around the sun but when we read our scriptures we understand that actually sun is not stationary sun is moving only it is mentioned in the scriptures that pole star and below earth and like that one or two planets they are stationary around them entire universe is moving including sun so sun when it's moving for the six months sun moves in the northern hemisphere and then sun moves in the southern hemisphere for another six months like that so when the sun is moving uh in the northern hemisphere and at that time uh when a person leaves his body so it is mentioned here that he can uh attain supreme brahman if he leaves his body uh during that auspicious moment what is the auspicious moment that during the influence of fairy god in the light means daytime auspicious moon fourth night of the moon and six months when the sun travels in the north so this is a time and sun generally travels at a great speed it is mentioned in the scriptures at 16000 miles per second that is the sun, speed of the sun as mentioned in the scriptures so this is another very important thing in the scriptures that there is nothing called approximately where whenever we read numbers in scriptures there is nothing called approximately exact calculations is given in all this in every way just like we say 84 lakh species so there is exact number which is given in the scriptures there is no uncertainty oh 84 lakh species approximately around this nothing like that because we get when we talk about scriptures then that means we are receiving knowledge from god himself and krishna is all perfect lord only has stated everything so when we are receiving any knowledge from the scriptures that means that knowledge is perfect 
that is why if we want to understand anything about spirituality or dharma we have to understand through the scriptures not from any other source so here it is mentioned like this this is a condition if somebody leaves body like this then he will be able to attain liberation dhumo ratri satha krishna sanmasa dakshinayana tatra chandra masam jyotir yogi prape nivartate the mystic who passes away from this world during the smoke the night fortnight of the waning moon all the six months when the sun passes to the south reaches a moon planet but again comes back so if somebody leaves the body when the sun is moving in the southern hemisphere then at that time what happens then that person can go to moon planet and if he leaves his body in the night fortnight of the waning moon and when the sun is passing through the southern hemisphere so these are the condition if you leave your body at this time and sun is there moving in the southern hemisphere then what happens you can go to moon planet so this is the way a person can go to moon planet we cannot go to moon planet just by uh, using our spacecraft uh, some jets and like that we cannot go to sun planet by some mechanical arrangement you need some qualification to go to sun planet sun planet is also considered to be a heavenly planet heavenly planets mean there are heavenly pleasures which are available there are living entities living there there are jivas living there there are demigods and there is something called somras matlab there is some kind of intoxication a jivas do there by drinking there is special drink called somras so all those heavenly pleasures are available in that planet only for a person who leaves his body at this time and he is performing pious activities he is free from all kinds of sinful reactions then only a person can go like this leaves his body like this can go to moon planet but then as soon as his uh, pious credits gets over then he has to come back to the earth planet so only if you have pious credits if you leave your body at this time then you can go to moon planet and you can enjoy their heavenly pleasures and after that you have to come back as soon as your pious credits are over shukla krishna gati hiete jagata shashvate mate ekaya yati anavrittim annaya vartate puna according to vedic opinion there are two ways of passing from this world one in light and one in darkness when one passes in light he does not come back but when one passes in darkness he returns so basically uh when a person leaves his body in the day time then there is there is a chance of attaining liberation from the cycle of birth and death but if a person loses his body in the night in darkness that that means he has to come back in this material world he will remain in the cycle of birth and death so basically a person can attain uh brahm jyoti which is the path attained by yogis and gyanis when they leave their body uh at the time when the sun is moving in the northern hemisphere and in the day time but when a person uh leaves his body uh in the six months when the sun is moving in the southern hemisphere then they can maximum go to some heavenly planets and if they leave their body in darkness in the night that means they will remain in the material world that is mentioned here only in the day time a person leaves his body 
then only he can go uh, he can attain liberation which is generally desired by yogis and gyanis in the form of attaining brahmachari but then krishna explains very interesting thing in the next verse krishna says naite shruti partha jan yogi muhyati kashchana tasmat sarveshu kaleshu yoga yukto bhavarjuna this is very important verse krishna says although the devotees know these two paths o arjuna they are never bewildered therefore be always fixed in devotion so krishna explains that although devotees knows everything that what happens they do, they have this knowledge that what happens when a person leaves his body in day time what happens when a person leaves his body when the sun is moving in the northern northern hemisphere what happens when a person leaves his body in the night but devotees are not bewildered why because in case of a devotee all these rules and regulations don't apply a devotee can leave his body at any time of the day under any condition why because in case of a devotee is he has already attained love of god he has already attained devotion pure devotional service to krishna and in that case krishna personally protects a devotee in his journey krishna personally uh, takes care of the devotee whether he is going to attain liberation or not so when a person becomes devotee of krishna then all these rules and regulations are not applied these rules and regulations are for somebody who is a, a yogi or a gyani desiring some having some material desires even liberation also constitute a material desire but a devotee who is engaged in pure devotion service to krishna for him all these rules and regulations are not allowed are not uh, applied because ultimately all these uh, rules and regulations are created by krishna so if you know krishna and you have a very close relationship with the lord himself then all these things are not for you this is what happens in case of a devotee so it is mentioned very nicely in the 28th verse vedeshu yagneshu tapeshu cheva daneshu yat punne phalam pradishtam atteti tat sarvam idam vititva yogi param sthana upeti chadya a person who accepts the path of devotion service is not bereft of the results derived from studying the vedas performing sacrifices undergoing austerities giving charity or pursuing philosophical and fruitive activities simply by performing devotion service he attains all this and at the end he reaches a supreme eternal abode so when a person engages in pure devotion service pure bhakti then he need not study the vedas he may not follow the process of gyan gyan yoga he may not perform sacrifices just like lot of people do yagya sacrifices not required he may not go undergo some austerities so many yogis are performing austerities for thousands of years just to capture krishna in their meditation but for a devotee all these austerities are not required 
giving charity just like we see people do charity for what of course sometimes people do for attaining you know some name and fame but even if a person is doing charity for some pious credits for a devotee even charity is also not required pursuing philosophical and fruitive activities so all these things are not required in case of a devotee so there was some internet issue also that it got disconnected so i don't know where i got disconnected so krishna explains here finally vedeshu yagneshu tapeshu chaiva daneshu yat punne phalam pratishtam ateti tat sarvam idam viditva yogi param sthano peti chadya so but a person who attains to the process of devotion service for him all these rules and regulations are not allowed because he has already attained okay thank you so already he has attained the ultimate purpose of following all these rules and regulations what is that the real thing is to attain love of god so actually all this austerities all the sacrifices all the studying of vedas everything is required for what so that we can purify our heart and develop love for god love for krishna because ultimately all of us are part and parcel of god and our real constitutional position is to engage in loving devotion service to krishna so when a person attains this platform then for him all these rules and regulations are not not required he can attain liberation under any condition so this is the position of a pure devotee this is a position of this is a position of pure devotion service so how we can engage in pure devotion service always we can always engage in at least chanting of hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare but chaitanya mahaprabhu says another understanding of a devotee he says na dhanam na janam na sundarim kavitam jagat ishikamaye mama janmani janmani ishvare bhaktat bhakti rahetu ki tvai o lord of the universe i do not desire material wealth materialistic followers a beautiful wife or fruitive activities described in flowery language all i want life to life is unmotivated devotion service to you so a devotee pure devotee although he can attain liberation without any hindrance but he even does not desire liberation why he does not desire liberation just like chaitanya mahaprabhu says as here mama janmani janmani ishvare means he is ready to take birth again and again in this material world because for him liberation means to engage in devotion service to krishna another reason why a pure devotee never desires to even attain liberation because he is also compassionate to other living entities who are suffering in this material world so prahlad maharaj very nicely says to lord narsimha de prayana deva munaya swavimukti kama maunam charanti vijane na parartha nishta naitan vihaya kripanan vimuksha eko nanyam tvat asya sharanam brahmato nupashye my dear lord narsimha de i see that there are many saintly persons indeed but they are interested only in their own deliverance there are many saints yogis they just want liberation for themselves so that they so for that what happens 
not caring for big cities and towns, they go to Himalayas or the forest to meditate with vows of silence, monvrat. They are not interested in delivering others. As for me, however, I do not wish to be liberated alone. Leaving aside all these poor fools and rascals, I know that without Krishna consciousness, without taking shelter of lotus feet, one cannot be happy. Therefore, I wish to bring them back to shelter at your lotus feet. So in case of Vaishnava, he is compassionate to other living entities. So he even does not desire to attain liberation. He is ready to remain in material world and deliver all the suffering, sinful, sinful living entity in this material world. Those who are not aware what is the purpose of life, why they are suffering again and again. So there, there was one very uh, famous pure devotee of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. His name was Vasudev Dutt. And once he approached Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and then he asked, Mahaprabhu, so many living entities are suffering in this material world. Why? Because of the sinful reaction. So Mahaprabhu, you take all the living entities along with you. And if there, there are sinful reactions because of which they are suffering in this material world, then let me suffer all the sinful reactions in this material world. Let me be here in this material world. Let me suffer all the reaction. But you take all the living entities along with you to the spiritual world. Although then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told him that you are only talking about one universe. This is not the end of this creation. Just like if you take a huge jute bag and if you fill that bag with mustard seeds, small mustard seeds, then this universe is only one mustard seed. You are only talking about one universe. You may be able to liberate one universe, but what about other mustard seeds, other universes? So this is the mood of a Vaishnava, that although he can attain liberation, but he does not even desire liberation. He actually is compassionate to the other living entities and he works for them so that they also can get liberated from this material world. Just like we see in the mood of even Srila Prabhupada, at the age of 70, he was in a very comfortable position, Vrindavan. But he left all those comforts and went to Western countries to preach this message of Bhagavad Gita. And because of his austerities, today all over the world, people are reading Bhagavad Gita and chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So I will end here. Uh, before we start chanting, some announcements are there. So we are organizing some trips to Vrindavan and then to Pandarpur. And after that, Dwarka. We are going to all these holy places in November and December. So all the devotees are requested. If you are interested, you can join us for these trips. So upcoming trip is Vrindavan Premium Yatra from 5th November to 8th of November. So registrations are open. You can register yourself. Then we all have reading session from Monday to Friday in the morning, 7 a.m. to 7.15 a.m. This is the best way to start your day. Yeah, next Ekadashi is coming on 21st of October. So if you are observing Ekadashi, you can observe on 21st. So let us chant one Malav Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. I will chant Pranam Mantra. You can repeat after me. And then on with the audio track, we will be chanting Hare Krishna Maha Mantra for next 10 minutes. Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale You can repeat after me. 
श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी नामिने नमस्ते सारस्वते देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चात्यदेशिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गाधरा श्रीवासादी गौर भक्त वृंदा so now we will chant for next 10 minutes with audio track and if you have some questions you can write it in the chat box we will try to answer few questions thank you very much for coming hari krishna hari krishna hari 